And so we just thank God for that. Father, we thank you for now for your word. Amen. We do need just one word from you. God, we realize that it's your word, God. It's your word. It's your word that's going to sustain us in life. It's your word, God, that is going to keep us. It's your word, God, that is going to bring us to the point that we need deliverance, destroy the yokes in our lives, and God, set the captives free, God. And we thank you now, oh God, for what you're going to do in this place today. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn with me to the book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. I hope I didn't miss uh, recognizing anyone. If I did, please forgive me. Book of Numbers. Amen. Numbers chapter 13. Whatever your custom is uh, during this time, then uh, if you stand or if you sit at your church, then you're welcome to do either. <clears throat> Numbers chapter 13, I'm just going to take a few moments and just read a few scriptures here beginning at verse 26. Beginning at verse 26. Numbers chapter 13, beginning at verse 26. Thank you, Jesus. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. Somebody say, showed them the fruit. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this, the, this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, somebody say Caleb, still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inheritance or inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. Watch this, y'all. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight. Someone say our own sight. As grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. I want to talk from the question, is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk? Life can be complex. Yet in its simplest form, life is about decisions. That is the selection between two or more choices. This morning, if we were able to rewind the clock back from the moment that you got up, got up all of us in this room could probably count thousands of decisions that we've made already this morning. 
What's interesting is that many of these decisions that we make on a daily basis, we actually make them without giving much thought without really thinking through the process. Right now, most of us would be challenged, although we know how to tie our shoes, most of us would be challenged to stop, slow down, and walk step by step through the process of tying our shoes. Why? Because those decisions, those habits have become natural for us. They have become habits for us. That's why many people can get up in the morning and go through their morning routine. And by the time they walk out the door in the morning, they've forgotten some of the smallest things. Because what they were supposed to remember is an interruption in what's routine for them. Are y'all going to pray with me? Many of our decisions are trivial. Somebody say trivial. That is, they are insignificant. They are petty. They are marginal. They are minor. What will we eat for breakfast? What will we put on this morning?